This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and I'm your host, Tyler. If you're ready to learn about real estate investing and you're short on time, what do you say we jump right in? Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, We host it on Airbnb, but you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my nine to five job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Critical economic indicators are fluctuating. Are real estate investors affected? By Dave Meyer. There's a lot of confusion in the economy right now. Inflation, unemployment, supply chain issues, and more. As you know, what happens in the broader U.S. economy has important implications for real estate investors. Let's review the three most critical economic indicators, inflation, unemployment, and retail sales, and where they sit today, and how they impact investors like you. First up, inflation. Inflation is top of mind for every type of investor out there. If you haven't heard... Inflation is a pretty big deal right now because it's higher than it's been in about hmm, a decade. This basically means that the cost of goods and services is increasing, which consumers hate because it essentially means you're losing money. As an example, let's say you have 10 bucks and that 10 bucks can buy your favorite sandwich, maybe a meatball sub, a turkey club, or a Cubano. But then inflation hits and the sandwich you love now costs $15 which weighs heavily on your wallet. Now your 10 bucks is only worth two-thirds of a sandwich, when it used to be worth a whole sandwich. This is why everyone hates inflation. Since January 2021, inflation has been rising. There are a few reasons for this increase, but the major reasons are three stimulus packages in the last 18 months that have dramatically increased the monetary supply in the U.S. economy 
which can have inflationary effects, and supply chain issues from COVID-19 that are suppressing supply in key industries like semiconductors, cars, and paper. Yes, even paper is hard to come by right now. But don't fret. Some seemingly good news has been emerging. Recent data points suggest that the rapid rise in inflation we've seen could be slowing down. The core inflation number, which excludes volatile prices like food and energy, was up only 0.1% month over month in August. The broader inflation number that includes food and energy was up just 0.3%. And although it's still up, which no one wants to see, it's the lowest month over month inflation number since January. To put this in perspective, in June, it was 0.9% month-over-month growth, three times greater than August's number. The biggest decreases came from travel and used cars. Will inflation continue to rise? It's really tough to say what's going to happen from here. For things like travel, which I think is being suppressed by a resurgence of COVID-19 cases, I can imagine prices recovering over the next several months. Supply chain issues seem to be resolving themselves, all but slowly. That could offset rising prices in some industries. This is going to be something to watch. If inflation spikes again, you can expect to see two major things. First, we'll see big volatility in the stock market because inflation threatens returns and spooks equities investors. Second, the Federal Reserve System will face pressure to raise interest rates. Raising interest rates is generally considered a great way to fight inflation. So if inflation keeps rising, the Fed could raise their rates, which in turn will send mortgage rates higher. If inflation continues to taper off, you can probably expect the Fed to keep prices and rates low for another year or so. Rental property investments protect against inflation. Regardless of what happens, Remember that rental property investing is one of the ways, if not the single best way, to protect yourself against inflation. There are a few reasons for this. First, the cost of homes tends to keep pace with inflation. When prices across the economy go up, home prices usually keep in line with, if not exceed, inflation. Second, the cost of rent tends to keep pace with inflation. So while your biggest expense, your mortgage, stays flat, your income can grow. This is probably the greatest way to hedge inflation. Third, real estate investing has really high floor. Just by paying down your mortgage, you can earn a 5 to 6% ROI, which should keep pace with inflation all by itself. So just remember that while inflation sucks for everyone, it sucks less for rental property investors. And if inflation stays high, mortgage rates will rise. So locking in good rates now could be a great idea. Unemployment. Let's move on to our second economic indicator, unemployment. Unemployment continues to be a very strange and confusing phenomenon. The big news is that hiring slowed down dramatically in August, with non-farm payroll rising by only 235,000 jobs. That may sound like a lot of jobs, and it is, but it's down from July which was initially announced at 943,000 jobs and has since been revised to over 1 million. This is a huge drop. The primary thinking is that this is because of the Delta variant. With cases rising, people are going out less. 
Maybe job seekers are less eager to go into work, and some sectors like travel and food and beverage are probably not hiring as quickly. There is some good news. The Labor Department's Household Employment Survey showed that the unemployment rate still dropped in August from 5.4% to 5.2%, which is the lowest unemployment rate has been since March 2020. In further news, in further good news, I should say, wage growth was up 0.6% month over month, which brings the annualized wage growth up to 4.3%. It's not enough to keep pace with current inflation numbers, but in August, at least, wages grew faster than inflation. Let's hope that trend continues, because it would be a huge boost to the entire economy, as well as for rental property investors who need to raise rents to offset inflation costs. What's crazy to me is that as of the end of August, there are still 10.1 million job openings in the U.S., So while unemployment is higher than anyone wants it to be, there are certainly enough jobs out there that people who want employment should be able to find work. In September, the federal government's additional unemployment insurance benefits expired. It's long been speculated that the expiration of these benefits would be the catalyst for many people who have been out of work for a long time to get back into the labor force. There have been numerous studies showing that many people were making more income from unemployment than from their previous job. So hiring has been an ordeal. For real estate investors, the more employment, the better. It's the foundation of a strong economy, which in turn supports financially stable tenants and wage growth, which should help investors offset the impacts of inflation. I believe it's just a matter of time before things improve. With all those job openings, I think unemployment will go back down to 3% to 4% in the next six months. Retail sales. Finally, let's look at retail sales, a good indicator for consumer sentiment and spending. In August, retail spending rose 0.7%, which is a fairly significant increase. This shows that while the Delta variant does appear to have negatively impacted job numbers in August, it doesn't seem to be impacting consumer spending. There were big gains in groceries, big box stores, furniture sales, and a few other sectors. While this metric isn't directly related to real estate investing, retail spending makes up an enormous portion of the economy. Seeing it rise so significantly in August is a good sign that the U.S. economy as a whole is poised for growth for the foreseeable future. And that's always a good thing for investors. Thanks for checking out this episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Remember, every Thursday there's a new episode of the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Podcast. And they drop an episode each Sunday, too. Twice a week. Sheesh. Slackers. But seriously, check out Brandon and David's show. You can search for it on your podcast app or go to biggerpockets.com slash podcast. Meanwhile, I'll meet you back here tomorrow.